We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. And welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 189. I'm Rando. Corey's not here. And I'm Shira. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Corey is working. He's a working, working his tail off right now. My God, didn't you tell me, like, right for the podcast, he's working like 12 like, to 14 hours a yeah, day? Like, they op- are like working open to close because they have no employees. There's not enough people working, and the crowds are huge. So, yeah, they're working 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. when they close. My God, the poor guy is just tired. They are exhausted. Yeah, and did, and also, didn't you say, we all know he works at Cerrillo City. They had like a record. What? They had a record-breaking day yesterday. Like, literal record. 000? They posted on Facebook at one point, halfway through the day, saying, if you don't have a reservation or you already don't have a ticket, do not come. Plan your day another wow. day because they were so swamped. And at one point in the middle of the day, they were having to turn people away because they're still trying to hold to some of the COVID restrictions and not having too many people in one place. Right, right. So, yeah, I know I heard of some people that were being turned away. Because, see, I worked at the Showboat, which which is an affiliate of the Hershen Family Entertainment yes. you know, umbrella. So we would we would always have access. And I think the public has access to the the. Uh, patrons at several other city. I mean, you can always tell 14,000 or 15,000 and it gets to a point they have to shut it off. I mean, regardless of COVID, it, it's like, it's a, just too busy. You yeah. can't even enjoy yourself. So the busiest time I ever went to several other city was several years ago. We went the day after Thanksgiving. Oh gosh. Just so you know, <laughs> oh my gosh, that was yeah. suicidal. Yeah. Um, you couldn't <laughs> Black move. Friday, woo. You literally were like shoulder to shoulder all the way through the park. You could not move it was miserable but we were there as a family and we were looking at the lights and that was all we were there to do right. but okay so on a busy christmas day and christmas is their busiest season we all know that oh yeah they're swamped during christmas on a busy christmas day i am told by sources that 17 to eighteen thousand people would be a lot i mean that would be a typical saturday christmas season They had 26,000 people there yesterday. Insane. Like almost doubled one of their crazy busy days. See, I don't think I would enjoy that. Oh, no. I mean, if I went to Silver Dollar City and I was like, you know, shoulder to shoulder with people, that's not fun for me. And and I get it. That's the only time they can come. And Oklahoma's on fall break. Actually, like Oklahoma, Missouri, Kansas, Arkansas, they're all on fall break this week. That's what it, because I see a ton of Oklahoma license plates. Yeah, all of town was packed. It wasn't just Silver Dollar City. Town was packed this week. But 
the, I, I saw people posting that they were waiting 45 minutes to an hour for kitty rides. Not the major roller coasters. Oh, my gosh. For kitty rides. Can you imagine these little kids having to wait that long to get on a ride that lasts three seconds? And then <laughs> They'll I, do it. Right. And then I saw someone else posted that they waited like over an hour for lunch in a lunch line. So, no, that's not for me. I've been spoiled by knowing when the light days are. I don't go on oh, weekends. Yeah. And, I mean, as a Bransonite in general, when you live in this town, you know when to do things and when to avoid town and what days yes exactly so i've been spoiled by going so many days throughout the summer when there's nobody there and i have the whole park to myself (laughs) i just walk on the ride and ride it i don't wait in a line yeah the 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 thing i mean uh, people what people don't understand if you've never been to branson it is its own little microcosm throughout the year you've got i mean the the town at least used to shut down in January, used to. Used to, and it really almost doesn't anymore. It, no, it doesn't. I mean, uh, December 15th would be, no, th- this was 20 plus, th- maybe 30 years ago. It would shut down December 15th, and the town would be closed. The Dunkin' Donuts would be closed. Oh, yeah. I Hotels mean, would be hotel, closed. Yeah. Restaurants would be closed. Closed. You could drive down the strip, and it'd be dark and lonely, and you'd be the only car. The only car? Yes, yes. And, uh, and the only time you can actually go the speed limit, which is 35. <laughs> it's getting better. <laughs> But yes, I mean, I went to the the uh, 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 not the big Walmart. I'll put it that way. I don't want to the seventy six Walmart. Yeah, the seventy six Walmart, has its own which reputation. is we, it. It has it's by it's, phrases. <laughs> it has names. I'm gonna say it. <laughs> uh oh. It's very lovingly and then to local Bransonites called uh, the ghetto Walmart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I mean, it's smaller. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the cleanest. <laughs> it, it it's really. It's not, not the I new. I hate to say that. I hate but, to say it, but it's not the big, new, beautiful Walmart that all the others are. No, it's small. No, it's it's like not the, a super. It's center. like the old WalMarts from when you were a kid. Yeah. That just has a few groceries. It's uh, it's mm-hmm. not a super center. You can't buy all your groceries there. Yeah. It just has a few food items, but it's just a tiny little thing. But it's stuck right smack dab in the middle of Branson. Yeah, and it's so been the, where... here for a long time. I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't. It's think... probably the first Walmart here. Yeah, yeah. It, it's on. It's right on seventy six next to what used to be Jubilee, and then what used to be like a, another. Uh, I don't remember what it was between. Uh, yeah, Jubilee it's... and Rhodes gr- Grocery Store. It's, it's the Branson Mall. Now. It price... used to be the Branson Mall. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh. Well, Branson is changing. But the thing is, Branson Hills Walmart, which is our big super yeah, Walmart that everybody one. goes to, was being, or had just opened, was being built. Actually, I don't even think it was open yet. It was being built when we moved here Yeah. in 2006. Yeah. It wasn't here. Yeah, I mean, I moved here in 98, and it, nothing because was Because I remember when we first moved here, we had to go to Branson West to get our groceries. Oh, if really? If you wanted to go to a Walmart to get your groceries, oh, that is. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, I mean, yeah. There was Country Marts, but there was no Super Walmart in Branson. If you wanted to get your groceries at Walmart, and we did. Couple, or every, Springfield, every yeah. Every couple weeks, we yeah. drove over to Branson West and got our groceries. Yeah, it, it's crazy. And that whole thing, the Branson Hills area is just exploded. Oh, yeah. I remember taking Karen up there. I mean, we walked in, and it was like, this is huge. Right. I mean, it was 
gargantuan. It's still like I get exhausted just walking through Walmart. Oh, I know. And of course, they put exactly you know what we need, which is the pharmacy Ops and the groceries. Opposite ends, catty corner. And, <laughs> you know, like halfway through, you realize you forgot something that's on the other end of the store, and you're like, I "Well, don't there's care. 20 more minutes." You know, you're like, "I don't even care. I'm just going home." <laughs> I know. There's 20. I know. Oh my gosh. Well, we're we're going on. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, you know. If you want to know what it's like to live in Branson? It yes, I mean, and and, and, if and you we come love to Branson, it in its own little way. Know a local, yes, because the locals we kind of know how to get around. I mean, it's becoming less uh, easy to get around, but we still know some back roads. We know the and, back roads. What was yeah. the the saying when we moved here? Was you are not a true local unless you can get anywhere on the strip without driving more than fifty feet on the strip. There you go. That's so right. We know how to come up behind it and not have to be on the strip. That's exactly what I did. I mean, I was at, I was at the, the the big Walmart, the Branson Hills Walmart, and so I went and took. Okay, I probably mean, probably Forsyth that cut off road there. I, I did, but yeah, I took I took the back road, Bird Road, over to the Yakov, and then cut through on two forty eight, then went to Forsyth, then went to Epson. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah, it, it I know was where you're totally at. bad. It didn't take me long at all. Oh yeah, it's just a couple to get minutes. There. So anyway, if you come to Branson, know a local. Know the That's locals. Way you. <laughs> know, the back, know the back roads. Or anyway, be stuck in so for a long time. <laughs> wait, is this a weather podcast? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't. Know. <laughs> well, the I weather tell you, yesterday and today <laughs> was perfect. Fall for has Silver Dollar fell. City. Yes, that's the, the title of this podcast. Fall. Is here. Fall has fell. We were talking about, remember last week we were talking about, has fall fell really? And we it were kind of hemming It kind of felt like it. It felt like it was cooler and that we were getting more cooler days coming. No, I think it's fall. It's poof, they here. went away. Yeah, fall is here It's now. cold in the morning. Yes. And like, you can't see what I'm wearing, but I'm wearing a shirt with a jacket over it. Yeah. And it was cold this morning when I put it on, but then when I went to town later, I was smothering. Yes, that's the way it is. It was yeah. hot. It was hot in the car. And... Well, and, and that's the thing. You know, we we try to to stress to people when you've got a very dry atmosphere, you will get uh, really cool readings in the morning, and you'll get fairly decent a warm up. I mean, thirty to forty degrees maybe sometimes. Uh, I think today I didn't check. I think today's high w- was definitely in the seventies, but this morning we were in the upper thirties. And when you have a very dry atmosphere, you've got a wider temperature differential between the afternoon high and the morning low. Now, when we get into really moist atmosphere with the fog and it's just juicy and stuff, you've got a really narrow. So it could be fifty-five in the morning and then be like sixty-eight in the afternoon. You know, just really, it's a narrow. Uh, thermal difference but now it's just brilliant and 30s there were 30s this morning right now, it's now not freezing, freezing in the morning i mean it, i mean not technically to me, freezing. You were, freezing. Well, well you're always cold though my poor heater and air conditioner right now is just going back and forth and oh, back mine and forth mine too i'm not one of those people that like suffers i will flip that switch back and forth <laughs> you're like the, me like at night i'm hot we flip it to a cool and we turn it on 68 to sleep <laughs> and then right in the morning i get up and i'm like it's cold and we flip it back to heat <laughs> It's very confused right well, now. It's I like, have, lady, make up your mind. Yeah, I just have to make sure. And when, like in the in the morning, once I get up, I have to flip it over to air conditioning because my living room is a south window. And now that oh, the sun yeah. is getting way, you know, more south, it will be no time before 
my living room is like 82 degrees and so it's like oh, yeah. no 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 <laughs> and if i forget to to flip it over to air conditioning then it has to catch up so i but yeah uh, which is weird because normally fall in in spring my electric bill is lower because I don't right, really have to Right, because you don't do need that. to use it. It's just kind of a naturally normal, natural temperature inside, and you don't need to go back and forth. Yeah, but, but not not this year. I'm going to chalk it up to old age for me because i got to be cold at night and warm during the day. Well, that, that's, kind of, that's kind of a, a chick thing, too. I mean, most, most women I know are colder. But doesn't that run anemia, anemia though? Well, I mean, I'm just I'm cold during the day. You're just cold. But unless I'm cleaning. Now, right, if, right. <laughs> if I'm cleaning, then I'm going to get hot, but I'll like open the sliding glass doors. There you go. And, you know, let the screen and just let some cool air in. But <sighs> so I saw a post the other day okay. and this was a post aimed at Branson, somebody that was wanting to visit Branson. Okay. And they wanted to know when the peak color of the trees would be because that's when they wanted to come. And okay. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. <laughs> 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 but I was. <laughs> well, yeah. I was like, mm, I don't think we're going to see much color this year because yeah. it was a really hot, dry few weeks and everything's yeah. mostly dead. Yeah. And I had several people argue with me. Oh, they say that every year and I always see plenty of color, but I'm like, whatevs. I don't know. I've seen really pretty color here and... Oh, when we've got the, the like the showers and we've got it uh, thermally gradiating down slowly with lots of water, we've got beautiful. And Corey has taken some magnificent I, yes. When I was searching for pictures for his birthday video, I found some awesome pictures he took of amazing colors yeah. from 2011, 2012, back when we still had really pretty colors. But yeah. right now, and like people are seeing their leaves fall and they're like... Oh, look, it's fall. I have leaves all over my yard. No, those are just dead. They're dry. They're brown. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's something I, I couldn't I, hang on anymore. I, I made a big note on here after the, during the weather school, I'm going to have to look at the drought because I forgot all about the drought. We're going to have to look at drought. We had a quite a bit of rain last week. It was like, what, three days in a row? Uh, a couple. Yeah. I mean, really. I mean, it. Well, we're under flash flood watch. For a while. And I think Thursday or Friday, I don't remember which day, Corey had kind of said that it was supposed to rain. He's like, it's supposed to rain. There's like 99% chance of rain. Yeah. But he's like, I, I think it's going to clear out. And I, when we got over to Silver Dollar City, it was sunny. Yeah. It was clear. And he's like, man, it's going to be it's gonna be beautiful. It's going to be packed today when it was supposed to rain. But here in Branson, it did rain <laughs> yeah. all day. It was not <laughs> it was, a heavy rain. It was the gloom, kind of that. It gloom was a thing. very gloomy. Yeah, you know, it's like and all those chilly. people that were excited about fall and wanted summer to go away. Here's your. Here's your fall. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, here's your depressing mud puddle day. Yeah, so get where, your latte and your pumpkin spice and like, go enjoy. I can't it. <laughs> pull myself together on days like that. Like when it's just not sunny out it's just overcast yeah. and kind of drizzling all day mm. i want to stay in bed that's like a halloween day it is like you know, i just want to sit man. on the couch and watch movies all day i don't want to do anything yeah now but that that system came in it dumped over three inches it, it, that's what we recorded over like 3.9 yeah. or something like that. It was like a constant Yeah, which we needed. All day. Oh, and yeah. that's why I, I was thinking when I was making the outline, it's like, I got to check the, the drought. And I completely forgot. So I made, so see here, I'm showing Shara. I made a big old note right here. So if I don't, 
do the drought after the weather school, you, you email me and Every I will tell you. Once in a while, we flash each other notes that we've said something like, shh, don't say that don't again. Don't say that again. So he started writing <laughs> frantically over there, and I'm like, oh, what have I said? No, no, no. For me, it's just, no, it's just notes because I keep forgetting. Uh, yeah, but uh, like you said, everything just came together. The front, we, we had that stationary front. That's what happened last week. We had a, a frontal boundary set up, had a low pressure to the northwest, had high pressure to the southeast. Therefore, right along that I-44 corridor, there was a boundary just set up. Then we had this potent little system coming out of New Mexico, the desert southwest, That's and Pamela, what once was Pacific. hurricane. Yeah, in the Pacific, traipsed across, I mean, it decreased, traipsed across Mexico, went right into Texas, and then got cut up in that stream. I mean, it had pretty much rained itself out, but we had one more slew. Of, of of rainfall and then that little potent system came in and pushed everything out and once it did it scoured that atmosphere it got beautiful it dried everything out we've had i don't even think there was a cloud in the sky today or yesterday i mean there was not even a cloud it was out beautiful there. yeah and that's why silver dollar city it was like, packed. let's go to silver dollar I city i mean if you're gonna go look at all the pumpkins that was the day, and today too. Yeah, it was gorgeous. And my buddy Phil, he works out there, and he is creative in a lot of those pumpkins. I mean, he tells me all the time he's out there carving and creating and stuff. I mean, not every single one of them, but he does a lot of the maintenance out there. They yeah, do they some are really cool. With them. And speaking of my buddy Phil, uh, it's been two days of wonderful weather. I got out and played eighteen holes of disc golf. Beautiful. I barely sweat. I know you, I, I, I sweat because I'm old and a little bit fat. <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> yeah, but I played 18 holes and uh, was fantastic. And the weird thing, I thought it, there was going to be a lot of people there. I was the only one on the course. I'm like, really? Everybody should be weird. outside. Yeah. Well, they're at Silver City. <laughs> That's right. The entire four state area was at Silver <laughs> Summer, City. Yeah. I didn't go to Forsyth. I was thinking about it, but uh, I went to uh, Iserman. I go there a lot. The whole course to myself, I played eight, 18, and then I thought, you know, I'm just going to go see what's over at Sunset, which is near Alexander Park. Uh, there was nobody there either. So then I thought, well, I'm going to go to uh, Tiger. Springs, which is Hollister, there was nobody there. So I was really, really surprised that nobody was out playing disc golf. I mean, Corey and I went on the water last week. Mm -hmm. You know, when it very first, those first few days where it was kind of cooler in the morning, but nice and warm in the afternoon. Yeah, exactly. And we were the only people on the water. I was kind of surprised. I was like, it's gorgeous out here. How Isn't that weird? Normally, we encounter other kayakers. Sure. There's usually several where we put in and we encounter other people but no like we had the whole place to ourselves and we actually kind of like the water was not moving at all they were not churning oh, at all yeah. on tiny Como. Yeah, we need of yeah. course the creeks are not ever moving but <laughs> i mean like yeah we kind of just brought the paddles in and fell asleep there in the kayak for a little bit <laughs> it was super relaxing and there was nobody else around us was that a picture you posted Corey just passed out oh yeah <laughs> that we was literally great. all just fell asleep on the water because oh. it was it was gorgeous. I mean, you get yeah. out there on the water. It's quiet. There's no traffic. And you're just hearing the, the waves kind of quietly hit the edge. Just barely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were just barely moving because they were not churning. And I mean, it was like perfect. Wow. You're like, kick back and good night. Well, I mean, I'm sure we're going to have some more people out there and more people at Silver Dollar City. 
Um, this fantastic weather is going to continue all week. Now, we're recording this Yay. Sunday. Uh, Sunday, we're uh, like a day early because we got lots of stuff going on this week. But um, yeah, 70s for the highs for Monday through Wednesday, tomorrow through Wednesday. Uh, okay, models are, they've been back and forth about bringing in some, maybe some light showers on Wednesday. One run, they'll say, eh, maybe some showers. And the next run, they'll say nothing. And then the next run, they'll say, eh, maybe. So the latest consensus is maybe some light showers around Springfield. I mean, they're talking 30%. It, it'll hit and go. I mean, uh, it's not going to interrupt anything. But what's going to happen is behind those showers, uh, we're going to have another little bit of a re reinforcing shot of cooler air. So Thursday and Friday, the highs are going to be in the 60s, uh, lows in the 40s, and then back to the 70s for Saturday and Sunday. So, that, <laughs> yeah, nothing big. You know, I don't even know if I want to mention it on Stormdar because if the confidence is not there, I'm like... It could go either way. Yeah, it really, at this point, it could. Now, maybe tomorrow we'll get some more models in on it, and it'll go on. So, uh, but, now, looking ahead. Now, this is interesting. Okay. How far ahead? Uh, probably uh, the 26th, 28th, like the last week. Uh, t t today is, what, the 17th? So, about 10 days out or something. Like, what are we thinking the weather's going to be for Halloween? I did not look at that. I haven't looked that far, you know, because it could go either way every year. It's either freezing or we're sweating. Uh, I don't think we're going to be sweating. I have a dear friend getting married on the 29th. Oh. And I do believe it's somewhat of an outdoor wedding. It's at like a That's what they do now. <laughs> it is like, like a beautiful outdoor place in uh, Forsyth. Oh, Brand new place. Nice. It's kind of half in, half out, but I'm just hoping it's it's pretty for her. Well, make a note. There's and a then, backup plan. There's an indoor place they good, can go. Oh, if yeah, they need at this to. time of year, always have A and B. Yes, always. Be, don't if you don't need just to move rely. it indoors. And that's like there's a very limited amount of guests that were invited. Perfect. In case they have to move it indoors. Perfect. Yeah. That, I mean, we're not looking at severe, but what I did, what I was looking at on the 26th, which is Tuesday, I think, uh, a week from Tuesday. The 26th, there's another little system going to our north that might bring a little bit of cooler air, but the GFS is saying they, it's got some yellows in it, so that means yeah, it could be. But on the 28th, which is Thursday, I looked at the thermals and I looked at uh, the uh, actual reflectivity, and it looks like now we're we're talking 11 days now, so don't you know could plan around this, but. Uh, something more substantial could come in, but put our highs in the 50s and the lows in the upper 30s. Again, 11 days out, yeah, we're not going to advertise it just yet. But what this is telling us, and we've said this the past two or three podcasts, October is transition month. We have had a major cold front come through, what we did last week. Now we're reset down into the 70s and 50s with some little, you know, Kickers every now and then it's gonna knock us to sixties and back up to seventies. So let's let's see if that actually happens. So if it does happen on the twenty eighth, that's only three days out from Halloween. So I am totally confident at this point y'all are not gonna sweat for Halloween. I hope not, because my kids always have multiple layers on with their costumes and 
Well, multiple layers are good. We've seen a little bit of everything in the last few years. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I mean, like we've sweat to death. We have froze to death. We have been pelted with rain. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a crapshoot. It One really year, is. my kids literally <laughs> came home. Their buckets were so full of water. Oh, no. We couldn't no. even eat any of the candy in no it. Way. Because it had been ruined. Really? It was that bad. Oh, my gosh. This was 2018. I remember very distinctly because I remember where we Three lived years ago. Yeah. and I remember the neighborhood they were trick or treating and I was like we tried to do a few places before it got too bad uh-huh. and I was freezing and I was cold my fingers hurt and I wanted to go home and my I don't know like 15 year old and 12 year old still wanted to go so I let them go to a few nearby houses that they're that invincible were right they're teenagers, there in the yeah. right they didn't care <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was just that annoying drizzle. It wasn't a heavy rain, but it was raining and it was cold. That yuck, it was yeah. cold rain. I hate the sharp, that sharp yes. cold. I so hate So they come home and their buckets are full of water and their candy's all ruined. They can't even eat it. It's, it's like, like, why do you go? You what's the go point go? of getting it? <laughs> or why don't you protect your, your bucket? <laughs> you know, it was if you want just, candy. I mean, I, yeah, we didn't even have umbrellas. They just went house to house. And we lived in one of those neighborhoods where... The houses were not very close together. They were each house oh, so was like at least home. an acre per house. Oh gosh, so really? <laughs> they had to, you know, really run far to get to each house. Oh man. Well, yeah, I, who knows? I don't think you're gonna have to do that this year. Well, I think we need to get to the next segment, which is really important. We got lots to talk about on this one. Tropical. 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 It's tropical. It's the tropical update. Uh, we've been talking about storms and stuff in the big hurricane systems, uh, you know, major hurricanes and tropical systems and stuff. So uh, this tropical update, we are uh, excited to report that the Atlantic has nothing. And uh, the Paci- Pacific has nothing. And the Central Pacific has nothing. There is absolutely nothing going on in it's any just of the good. tropics. We got far enough in the alphabet. I know, but I want to see what they do. You know, I want to see if see, see what if, they just start over now. Yeah, uh, Corey was saying Adriana or whatever yeah, the word. Yeah, they just I was start like, over yeah. day again. Yeah, I don't know. May, may, maybe it's Mother Nature's way of saying no. We're not going to do that. So they just start, they put the brakes on the tropics. <laughs> but I know I was kind of joking on the tropics about that. But we actually do have something to talk about in the next segment. We're going to watch Wizard of Oz? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just had, to, I've been wanting to play that for like, I'm going to superimpose your scream from last week on top of that because I think it would be good. Oh, <laughs> I don't know that anybody knew that was my scream. Oh, okay. Well, we never didn't. really announced that that was me That's screaming. That's Sarah. We actually, we actually, after the podcast was over, I looked at her and it's like, get ready to scream. I was like, go. I, I like, really wasn't even giving practice. I was just told, scream in the mic and go. And go. <laughs> And that's what we got. I was it thinking worked. later, I was like, man, I could have hold, totally held that out even longer. I didn't know I could scream like that anymore. You're good. You should go into like voiceover screaming. Totally should. <laughs> I nailed that scream. You nailed it. I know. Uh, this is the uh, El Nino update. Uh, we have been in a, a La Nina watch for several weeks now, a couple of months or whatever, to, the, to uh, see if the conditions are going to 
go into a La Nina. We are actually now in a La Nina advisory. And what that means is La Nina conditions are expected. We are now in a La Nina, and they are expected to continue with an 87% chance. Where do they get 87%? There's like 99. Like, let's round up 90, 85. Maybe it's like 7 eighths. 87.86.3214% <laughs> Yeah, M-O-U-S-E, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe 7 eighths. I don't know. 87% chance of La Nina continuing from December through February. Now, let's talk just a little bit uh, about what this means. Uh, and I'm talking a little bit because we've been seeing some graphics out there. Uh, one graphic, oh, I forgot the source, but it's been going around, and it's it's kind of kind of credible. Um, I'll have to look at that and see. They're talking about warmer and drier. Warmer and drier conditions for southern Missouri, southern Kansas, northern Arkansas. Uh, drier conditions down in the southern states uh, and much wetter for the Northeast and the Northwest, which is kind of typical of La Nina, not El Nino. El Nino is the opposite of La Nina. Um, El Nino is roughly translated little boy, and La Nina is roughly translated little girl. 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 And La Nada means nada. <laughs> nope. Nothing. Nope. Nothing. So we're going to be watching that. And uh, I have a feeling uh, I am trans. Well, I, I am slowly trying. Sherry can probably see this. I'm transforming my basement back to the green screen. And I've texted Corey. I want Corey to have a few days off because I want to do. We need to do a winter weather update. a week off coming the first week of November. Next week? Yeah. They'll or be closed uh, three to, weeks, yeah. Well, two. they'll be closed, prepare for Christmas. Oh, and he doesn't have to do anything. So, yeah, he'll be closed for a week. Well, I texted him the other night, and he didn't really respond to it, which I don't blame him. If you're working 14 hours a day, you don't have to respond to my text, you know? I'm, I'm good with that. Uh, just to say, I want to do our winter weather outlook now that we are officially in a La Nina and just kind of see what's going on. So. Okay, it's time to get to the weather school. We are getting very, very close to that freezing point. We had temperatures in the 30s. There was actually some some patchy frost uh, north of Springfield last night or this morning. Uh, so we are getting to that time of year. And the actual annual average for the first frost is this week. Is Corey's birthday. That's right around Branson Springfield is about the, the 10th through the 15th. A uh, little bit further south, it's the uh, 15th to the 20th. So uh, it's time to bring back the weather school for frost and freeze. So let's get to that. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, stormed our weather school. The National Weather Service has placed the area under a frost advisory. Typically, Frost can occur when the temperature falls below 36 degrees, especially in rural areas. It is a localized phenomena and can be quite variable across a small area. 
While the National Weather Service does not keep track of frost in observations per se, they do keep track of when temperatures hit the freezing mark or fall below. Frost becomes more widespread when the temperature falls below 32 degrees, with some freeze possible. Let's talk about the different types of frost. There's hoar frost, also called radiation frost, and that refers to white ice crystals deposited on the ground or loosely attached to exposed objects such as wires or leaves. It forms on cold, clear nights when conditions are such that heat radiates out to the open air faster than it can be replaced from nearby sources, like wind or warm objects. Hoarfrost may develop even when the air temperature a few feet above the ground is well above freezing. The word hoar, H-O-A-R, comes from an old English adjective that means showing signs of old age. In this context, it refers to the frost that makes trees and bushes look like white hair. There's white frost, and that is a solid deposition of ice that forms directly from water vapor in the air. White frost forms when the relative humidity is above 90% and the temperature is below 18 degrees. It grows against the wind direction, and the wind can't be too strong or else it damages the delicate icy structures as they begin to form. White frost resembles a heavy coating of hoarfrost with big interlocking crystals, usually needle-shaped. There's window frost, also called fern frost or ice flowers, and that forms when a glass pane is exposed to very cold air on the outside and warmer and moderately moist air on the inside. If the pane is not a good insulator, for example, if it's a single window pane, then water vapor condenses on the glass, forming frost patterns. With very low temperatures outside, frost can appear on the bottom of the window, even with double pane energy efficient windows, because the air advection between the two panes of glass ensures that the bottom part of the glazing unit is colder than the top part. On unheated motor vehicles, the frost will usually form on the outside surface of the glass first. There's advection frost, also called wind frost, and that refers to tiny ice spikes that form when very cold wind is blowing over tree branches, poles, and other surfaces. It looks like rimming on the edges of flowers and leaves and usually forms against the direction of the wind. It can occur at any hour, day, or night. Black frost, or a killing frost, is not strictly speaking frost at all because it is the condition seen in crops when the humidity is too low for frost to form, but the temperature falls so low that plant tissues freeze and become blackened, hence the term black frost. Black frost is often called killing frost because white frost tends to be less cold, partly because the latent heat of the freezing of the water reduces the temperature drop. There's rime, R-I-M-E, and that is a type of ice deposition that occurs quickly, often under heavily humid and windy conditions. Technically speaking, it's not a type of frost since 
usually supercooled water droplets are involved, in contrast to the formation of hoarfrost, in which water vapor desublimates slowly and directly. Ships traveling through Arctic seas may accumulate large quantities of rime on the rigging, but unlike hoarfrost, which has a feathery appearance, rime generally has an icy and solid appearance. A frost advisory is issued when conditions warrant the development of frost, especially in low-lying areas. Frost usually forms on those cold nights with very little wind, aided by a large area of cold high pressure. Again, frost can develop when temperatures are above freezing, but when temps are forecasted to fall below freezing for at least three hours, then a freeze warning is issued. Freeze warnings are only issued in the fall and spring. In the fall, a freeze warning is usually issued once when the forecasted temperatures are expected to be cold enough to put an end to the growing season. Temps from 29 to 32 degrees for a few hours overnight will kill off sensitive plants, but temps below 28 degrees tend to harm the most hardy vegetation. In the spring, freeze warnings are issued after the growing season starts and is an alert to farmers and gardeners to be sure and protect their crops. Here's some things to know if you get under a frost advisory or a freeze warning in the spring. Wet soil holds heat better than dry soil, protecting roots and warming air near the soil. Bed sheets, drop cloths, blankets, and plastic sheets make suitable covers for vulnerable plants. Use stakes to keep material, especially plastic, from touching the foliage. But be sure to remove the coverings when temperatures rise the next day. When we start seeing frost advisories or freeze warnings in the fall, then we know what's just around the corner. Winter. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather School. And there you know... <laughs> We have way too much fun outside of the weather school. Corey's not here. Oh, my god! We're gosh. like two children yeah, never without leave our parents. alone. Never leave us alone. Uh, yeah, we need to get Corey back. I mean, Corey uh, is the adult of the equation. I, I think so. He keeps us in line. <laughs> well, when he's not here, it's but, bad. But he's like, what did we say? He's working like 12 to 14 hours a day. We yeah. need to figure this out. But my schedule... Well, uh, he's off normally on Mondays, but like he's literally so tired. He needed one day where he, he, he had no it. plans. I totally get that. And I told him, I was like, would you like to take Monday off and not do a podcast and just sleep and yeah. chill and yeah. do nothing all day? He was all for it. Well, and it's like you when you were nursing like 12 to 14 hours a day. Oh, and then driving yeah. from Springfield. It's like like that- I get it. I've been there. Yeah. And they're done that, and of course I had lives in my hand at the time, so, you know. A <laughs> little bit stressful, I think. So. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I, okay, I promised people that I would look up the drought, but uh, unfortunately I have to say that the drought... not come dr- out yet. Well, yeah, it, it updates on Tuesday, and we had the rain last Wednesday and Thursday, so therefore I don't have the updated drought yet. You think that helped us any? 
Uh, honestly, I think it may have made a dent. It was such a light rain. Well, it depends because Springfield officially got almost an inch. We in Branson got a little over three inches, and most of it was in northern Ar- northwest Arkansas moving up into southern Missouri. I, I think it dented. I mean, I don't think we're out of a drought. Right. But I think it probably dented. Helped slightly. Yeah. Now, last week we had a, a D1, which was a moderate in Taney County. That may go to abnormally dry. Uh, we'll just have to see. I don't know. See, like a billionaire who donates a million dollars? It barely makes a dent. It barely makes a dent. Barely in their makes a dent. Exactly. It it's a lot of money, but it barely made a dent. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Well, I think it's time to get to in other news. I've got a couple of things here. Um, our buddy Stuart Langer, who lives in North Pole, Alaska, right outside of Fairbanks, uh, sent he sent us something last week, and I I missed it in our messages. But the magnetic storm was last week. The Aurora Borealis uh, was way down into northern. The northern states, like in North Dakota, you could see the aurora. <laughs> I've never seen it in person. I have never seen it in person. I want to. I've seen but, it on movies. But, but... Stuart is in Alaska. So oh, he, he sent, has a good view. Oh, my gosh. He sent four pictures. I should post that. I mean, uh, it's the northern lights, and he's as north as you He's get. pretty north. <laughs> yeah. What? He's headed to the bus. Who's headed to the bus? Corey. Oh, is he almost done? Oh, we need to. Okay. Like, I got to leave right now. Are you serious? <laughs> Do we need to stop the podcast? <laughs> we may have to go get him. Uh-oh. Well. Oh, hang on. Okay, wait a minute. Grant's at home. Let me see if Grant can go get him. Oh, good. Yeah, go see. Because we're having way too much fun way doing too the much podcast. Fun. Okay. Anyway, I'll continue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Corey, Corey's working tonight, but Sharon and I have been talking so much. We were supposed to be done by nine. By nine, but yeah, I don't know. So see if Grant can do it. Uh, anyway, uh, I will probably try to post those pictures of the Aurora Borealis from... Uh, Stewart's place in North Pole, which is absolutely fantastic. And also, he sent us another picture, which, well, not a picture, but he sent us something from the Fairbanks, Alaska National Weather Service. And his post was like, you know, our storms are puny down here <laughs> compared to what they are up there. And actually, they are because the uh, Fairbanks, Alaska National Weather Service showed an incredible low pressure system and a storm over the Bering Sea that's just churning out there. And the size of it cover would cover half of the contiguous 48. So half of the United States it would cover. I mean, that's a huge, that's huge storm. I would love to see it in person. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, the actual National Weather Service has a picture, so I'll, I'll forward that to you. It's really nice. So that's all I have. I mean, are you figuring out... Uh, I'm trying to make sure my husband has a ride home. Okay. <laughs> yeah, do that because we're getting ready for, for your segment. That's right. Uh, do I need to pause we're the We're good for right now. We're good for right now? Do we I need think to... Grant's going to go get him. Okay. Well, Maybe. Well, okay, so once, you, once that's definite, then let me know and I'll play your intro. Okay, no. Grant's going. Woo! Okay. Okay. So let's get to the next segment. Get ready to get... Okay, we had to had to make sure that everything is good. I had to make sure Corey had a ride. Actually, I'm texting them both. And uh, Shara had I made a lemon cake. Mm, yeah, I'm still eating it. 
Yeah, yeah, I see it over there. You've almost eaten the whole thing over there. And I'm going to go see my mother tomorrow. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, going to see my mom tomorrow. I got a whole bunch of groceries and cake. And, you know, I made spaghetti sauce on my own. Like your own, like with homemade tomatoes? No, I don't like the tomatoes. I just use tomato sauce. See, I hate tomatoes. I hate tomatoes, I too. hate tomato sauce. Yeah, that's fine. But I will eat spaghetti sauce. If it's on spaghetti and there's a lot more spaghetti exactly. than sauce. Exactly. Yeah. No, no. Tomatoes. Just bleh. like pizza. There's got to be a lot more pizza than sauce. <laughs> got pizza. Exactly. A lot more cheese. Hamburger, crust cheese, crust. Yes, there sauce. we go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So you ready for your segment? Are you still? Yes. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> I'm like texting between three different people right now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, we have to have to get everybody. Have to make sure Corey has a ride home. <clears throat> okay, I'm ready. Okay, Let's there we rock go. And roll. Do you Did to... we already play my thing? I, you want me to play I... it again? No, that's okay. Okay, I heard it. Okay, she heard. It. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so it's time for Shara's fun facts. So, Shara, what fun facts do you have to dazzle us with today? Well, I don't know how dazzled you're going to be. Well, who knows? We're... I was having trouble. I was struggling. I found a couple fall facts. They're not all that great, but anyway, I found some random fun facts. Okay. Um, a woodpecker, and we've all heard woodpeckers. Oh, oh yeah, that's on the trees. Yes. Um, their tongue actually wraps all the way around its brain, protecting it from the damage when it's you know beating its head against. A tree. No way. I always wondered why they can bash their head against a tree and not get brain damage. Or the side of a house. That's in March. That's what I hear. It's like. <laughs> It was like yeah. right next to my head. So their tongue is actually so long it wraps all the way around their brain. Oh, that's freaky. And protects it. Isn't that creepy? So they don't get any concussions. Apparently not. Wow. I mean, I think they're dumb animals, but yeah, what well, do I know? Yeah, yeah. We lived in a house one time that had a, a woodpecker that would frequent literally every year. Same woodpecker would come back, and it was almost like he was like taunting us. <laughs> Just sat outside our bedroom window and every morning. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go away! All right. A right. flock of flamingos. Do you know what a flock of flamingos is called? A flock of flamingos. No, I don't. A flamboyance. No. Is that not way. the perfect name for a flock of flamingos? A flamboyance, flamboyance. of flamingos. Yep. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> I thought that one was cool. Okay. I just want to see that like, oh, look, there's a flamboyance of flamingos. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, all right, so everybody needs to go to bed. And get appropriate amount of sleep. Okay. Chernobyl, the Exxon Valdez oil spill, and the Challenger explosion have all been attributed to lack of sleep. Oh, all those mishaps. They like studies were done. Somebody didn't get enough sleep. So wow. sleep is important. Okay. Especially and you're a nurse, so what, seven to eight hours? Seven to eight hours, yeah. Ten for kids, but, you know. Well, ten for me, because I'm getting old. At least seven to eight hours for an adult oh my to gosh. function. But. Wow. Major mishaps happen when people are not sleeping enough. Pilots and their co-pilots are required to eat different meals before flight. And I've never thought of this. Have you thought of this? No. So that they don't both don't end up with food poisoning. Like, what if they were to eat the same thing right before oh. they got on a flight, and they both become deathly ill, and neither one of them can fly the plane? And no, 
So there's thought that goes into this thing. So they are not allowed to eat. That's like the whole, you know, parents who don't travel on the same plane so their kids won't be orphaned or whatever. Right. Yeah. No, they're not allowed to eat the same meal because the odds of them both getting food poisoning or whatever. That's that'd be astronomical. But oh I my mean, gosh. that's crazy that they think that far. You yeah, know, you'd think they'd both kind of hang out at the same airport lounge and eat the same food and hop well, yeah. on the plane together. But nope, not allowed to eat the same food. Well, I mean, and, and the chance of getting food poisoning is actually fairly low anyway. Right. So, but but it I don't want to be up there at thirty thousand feet with like both pilots, two pilots sick. puking their guts out. Right. I yeah. Mean, it, it makes you think it's probably happened. You know, like every rule and law that's put into place is because... I was going to say, like, your laws, like your uh, right. the state the, laws. The crazy or laws, yeah. like, someone did it. <laughs> there's a reason this happened. That's the reason why there's a law. Cause, and, and, like, that's the whole thing with, like, uh, people going into surgery. All the rules that we have of the not having your teeth in, not having any jewelry, no makeup, no underwear, no right. bra, things like that. Like, those are rules for a reason. Something happened to people in the OR. That's, you know, way back oh in history. Gosh. But I've read stories. And those things happened. And so those rules are all there for a reason. They're there to keep you safe. That makes sense. So I mean, just cause, oblige. Because I had, I had a hernia surgery. You know, they said, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. I mean, of course, I don't wear makeup anyway. But, you know, just, you know. You can't even put deodorant on. No, that, yeah, and you have to like cleanse with that thing. Yeah. Anything that's flammable, all right. And so, like the latex in your underwear, and people don't realize those things are in the lining. It's flammable. That's why they say and don't wear underwear. They're using it's cautery. Oh, someone caught on fire at some point. Interesting. To make that a rule, just saying. Wow. How weird. Okay. Um. And I have to admit, I tried this one. Okay. You can't hum while plugging your nose. <laughs> well, no, I knew that. You can get a sound to come out for a second, but you totally lose I'm your breath. I'm a musician. The idea of humming. So, I mean, I read that and the I was mechanics. like, I can do it. So you actually tried it? So I held my nose and I tried to hum and I could get a sound out, but then you lose all air and you're like, <laughs> and then you can't breathe. So I wonder how many listeners are actually doing this right now. So you can't. I, I want to, you know, let me know. You can't hum while plugging your nose. Okay. I tested it out for you. Like I said, love it. I fact check. I love it. Okay. All clownfish are born male. I know what you're thinking. My very first thought went to Finding Nemo. Okay. And I'm like, how are they all born male when his mom and his, he had a mom and a dad? How does that work? So I had to do some Googling. Okay. Um, they actually can change their sex to female, but they can't turn back to male after they've done so. Now that's weird. So Nemo could have decided he wanted to be a girl all along and changed himself to female, but all clownfish are born Male. So they can either stay male, they can stay male, or switch or to they female can switch and to stay female. there. But they can't. Yeah, they can't go back. They got to stay there. Wow. Okay. I mean, I don't know. That's bizarre. Okay. Uh, the Windy City, which we all know is Chicago, Chicago uh-huh. has nothing to do with the weather in Chicago. I knew this. I, I knew did this. not. 
I actually knew. I this. like assumed that it was very windy in Chicago, and I Most even attributed it to you know the the fire, the Great Fire. I think the wind uh-huh. picked up and swept the fire through the whole city. Nope. No. Nope. Um, Chicago's nickname was coined by 19th century journalists who were referring to the fact that its residents were windbags and full of hot air. Now, that's different than what I heard. What did you hear? I heard it was named because the politicians were full of hot air. Well, this says all the residents were full of hot air. Oh. Windbags and full of hot air. Okay, okay, this is interesting. I just always attributed it to being a very, I thought it was a windy city. Yeah, most people do, yeah. I thought it was windy, and that's what caused the fire, and nope. Just a bunch of windbags. Windbags. <laughs> Politicians or residents, it doesn't matter. All right, so here's some fun fall facts. Ooh, okay. I don't know how fun they are, but here's some fall facts. And we've done these before, but we're going to recover them. Huh? Children born in the fall may be more likely to live longer. Oh, really? So this includes you. Oh. I was born in the summer, so. Well, and Corey, because Corey just had his birthday. Apparently, Corey's going to outlive me. Oh. <laughs> uh, research has shown that people born in the fall are more likely to live to 100 years old. <gasps> I don't want to live to 100 it's years. It's not just a coincidence. Studies show the month you're born in can influence the environment that you develop in, both inside the womb and out. That environment can do everything from affecting your behavior to your overall health, and it has been found that people born in the fall months live longer. Okay. Hmm. Bonus. <laughs> I mean, but that's a good thing because I want Corey to outlive me. There you go. I don't want to die first. All right. We've all had this discussion of global warming. We've heard about global warming. Uh-huh. And we were talking earlier about the fall leaves changing and yes. not having a very colorful fall. Uh-huh. Global warming could ruin fall foliage. So oh. if you look forward to fall foliage every year, then you'd better do your part to help combat the climate change. Scientists believe that global warming is going to ruin fall foliage and may have started already, which I believe. Leaf colors are highly affected by temperature, light, and water supply. So if the temperature is too warm and delays the leaves from showing their natural colors, we're not going to have the pretty falls anymore. Well, we haven't had like we good really color here in Branson for what, three or four years At or least. Because that one year that Corey made that wonderful thing, that was... 17, 18, that was a, that a, was a while ago. back. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I believe this one. I believe the whole, it's, and like I Makes said, sense. we're mid-October and still having high temperature days. So oh, yes. was it last week we had 92? Cut, yeah, a couple Yeah, a couple weeks ago, 92. My gosh. Crazy. All right. Bobbing for apples was once a British courting ritual. All right, so it's everyone's plate and everyone's done bobbing for apples when you've gone to a fall party for Halloween, whatever. Um, But it wasn't always about the spooky holiday. It actually started out as a British courting ritual. Males were assigned an apple and put their mark on the apple, and females would bob for them, trying to get the right apple from the man she wanted. If she did, it meant they were destined to be together. So that's where the bobbing for apples thing gets... You can't do that with covid No. Like, if you think about it now, like, I've bobbed for apples in my time. I've been to a fall festival in my teenage years where we bobbed for apples. I have not. How disgusting is that? I know. That's why I Like, I think back now, (laughs) and I didn't think about it at the time, but, you know, like, if you miss an apple, you just move on to another apple. 
Well, yeah, and, and then so your face is in the water. Gong. Right, and someone else has touched that apple with their mouth, and now you've moved on. And uh, Yeah, well, that's like a nurse thing. I what mean, were we thinking? Well, back back when I, back when I was a youngin', <laughs> it's like you didn't think about that stuff. You just kind of did it. Which, which brings up my uh, <laughs> cakewalks. Cakewalks. We did cakewalks at fall festivals back in the day. Oh, yeah? <clears throat> I ran into a mother in a Country Mart the other day. She was in line, and she was trying to pick out. She was very panicked. She was like, I don't know. I, I guess these will work. She was talking to her daughter, and she kind of turned around to me. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm losing my voice. Yeah. And she's like, I guess these are okay. Because she had to step out of line for a minute. That's what it was. Oh, she okay. left her cart, but she's like, I need to run over here and grab this. You know, I'll be right back. And I'm like, no problem. So she comes running back to her cart, and she's like, I'm so sorry. I'm trying to figure out what I need to buy. My daughter has to go to a fall festival at her school, and I'm in charge of bringing a prize for the cakewalk. I've never even heard of a cakewalk, so I don't know what the heck I'm supposed to bring. Yeah. And I'm like, you've never heard of a cakewalk? I've heard of it. I don't what? Know you've never done a cakewalk? I don't think so. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. I'm from Springfield. I'm from Miami. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I did a poll on Facebook, and many, 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 everyone had heard of a cakewalk. I hadn't found anyone that didn't hear one yet. I've heard of one, but I don't know what it is. Well, it's basically musical chairs. All right, so you know how to play musical chairs. The yeah. music plays, you walk around, and at the end, you know, they pull a chair, so somebody's left without a chair. Right. That person's out. Okay, so you keep doing this, and every round, you pull another chair until you're down to, like, two people and one chair. And they go around until the music stops. And when the music stops, somebody's got to claim that chair. Whoever gets to the chair first wins. Right. And you win a cake. <laughs> There's a bunch of cakes. Back in the day, they were homemade cakes because, you know, we didn't have to have everything prepackaged. So back in the day, they were homemade cakes. And you, if you won that whole entire round, you won a cake. You played mu musical, musical chairs. Musical chairs. And the reward, the reward prize, was a cake. Was a cake. So it's a cakewalk. Okay. All right. So anyway, uh, she hadn't heard of it either. Okay. All right. And I, granted, I felt very old in that moment because I'm looking at this mom with her small child who's probably four or five years old, and I, I'm realizing that she's probably no older than my oldest child. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure she's only 22 or 23 years old. And I had to explain the concept to her. I'm All like, right. Oh, well, and it had to be prepackaged stuff, so she couldn't yeah. bring... You know, a homemade cake. I'm like, wow. She had a whole bunch of boxes of uh, little Debbie snacks. I'm like, that's perfect. That'll work. All right. Because yeah, sure. basically, whoever wins each round is going to get to pick a snack, and that okay. works. And that's I fair. had to explain the concept of the cakewalk. Because I kept thinking, to me, a cakewalk means you know maybe you are walking around cakes or you're carrying. I mean, you were. Cakes. They had a table with a whole bunch of cakes in the middle, and you walked around them. But you know, but it's musical chairs. Right. The chairs kept disappearing. Okie dokie. Have you ever heard of Upset the Fruit Basket? All right, that's another conversation for another day. Okay, that's another podcast. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let me get where I'm going. I think I only have one. Yeah, I only got two left. Okay. okay. We really do have an instinct to fall in love in autumn. Do you find that fall really makes you want a significant other to cuddle with? If so, you're definitely not alone. Research shows that colder weather makes people want to get closer to others and also ignites the desire to find a relationship so they aren't alone in the winter. Oh, You know, like those yeah. cold days and you're like, let's make chili and snuggle and watch a movie. Yeah. It's a real thing. 
Yeah, they're good. It and works then, at Dollar City for like 14 and, hours. And, and then you get married in the spring. Yeah. You fall in love in the fall. There you go. And you get married in the spring. There you go. Okay. All right. Last one. Fall foliage is a major money maker. Ooh. We've yeah. done this one before, but it's been a while. Probably since last fall. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> fall foliage is so beautiful to look at that it's actually its own tourist industry altogether. Um, searching through the northeastern United States, especially New England states, to see the most beautiful foliage is known as leaf peeping. Oh. And it's very popular. Leaf peeping. Leaf peeping. Okay. Apparently, more than three and a half million tourists travel to Vermont each year to do some leaf peeping, which inspires a $460 million tourist influx each fall. Oh, my gosh. There's some massive amounts of people looking at fall foliage. There's like that. That's a lot of money. But I've actually seen this. I've seen several of my friends, even just in the last couple of weeks, taking trips to that area and posting pictures of the pumpkins and the leaves and the nature and all the wonderful things there are to see. So I I believe it. All right. Guess they're still getting pretty colors there. Yeah, not here. And, And you know, it used to be a time when it would be like crazy to travel from Branson to somewhere else because we had beautiful falls, but... Exactly. Don't get them anymore. Yeah, not with the drought. (sighs) Nope. We need more rain. All right, that's all I got. Oh, that's all you got? Well, I don't think we're going to get much more rain. I mean, normally, the place that I play disc golf, if you get three inches of rain, it's like a week before the the course dries out and stuff. I went like two days later and the course was fine. I mean, it like dries up really quickly. Yeah, yeah. The, the ground is so dry at this point. Any rain that's coming along, it may now, run I was up. supposed to have a softball game Thursday, but Thursday was the day that it basically rained all day. So they canceled our... Oh, they did? They canceled our... It wasn't raining at game time, but the fields were already well, so wet. And yeah, if you try to play to on them, it'll mess them up. But so. I bet that next day, I mean, the water just would just soak right in the ground, which we desperately need. Well, good. You got some fun facts for us? So now it's time to get to the last segment. It's the weather word of the week. And it's time for the Storm Door Weather Weather Word of the Week. So we're giving it to, uh, well, Shara. Me? I it, yes. Again? And I, you haven't looked at it, have you? Which is great. I haven't. I haven't even looked at it. Yay, we love that. Texting okay. between, between three different people, making yeah. sure that. <laughs> They pick well, we'll do this real quick, and then we'll and... end up there. All right, so Shara, what is this week's Stormdar weather weather word of the week? You sure this is a weather word? Yeah. <laughs> Necton? Yeah, that's N-E-K-T-O-N. what I thought it was. N-E-K-T-O-N. Yeah, N-E- yeah, N-E-K-T-O-N, Necton. I'm reading the definition, and I'm like, where does this come with weather? Okay, free-swimming aquatic animals that move under their own power... And can move independently of ocean currents. Whales, squid, and many fish are types of necton. Actually, I got this. Explain to me how this has to do with weather. Well, it's actually Antarctic weather words. <laughs> You're getting desperate, aren't you? Well, I thought, you know, I, I, I mean, I can get normal weather words and stuff. But no, this was from the Antarctic weather words. And it has a whole bunch of, of, of weather words. And this one, I thought... No, it doesn't really mean anything about weather, but, you know, 
I guess I am desperate. So there you go. <laughs> Running out of words after four years of doing weather words of the week. I don't know. Oh, there, trust me. There, but see, I'm trying to find interesting ones. I can, I can still, I can have weather words of the week for the next f- five years or whatever. But they're going to be like normal words. So I'm trying to find really interesting and weird weather words of the week. I go to the flood department. I go to the Antarctic department. I go to the winter department. I go to kids' weather schools. I go to. There you go. That's kind of how I find my fun facts. Yeah, I, I know. It's like you got to. We do work here at the Storm Door Weather Podcast. We do a lot of research for y'all. <laughs> do a lot of googling. And a lot, lot of, yeah, a lot of people don't really realize that, but yes, there's a lot that goes into this. Well, I think. Let's see. Looking at the the thing again, it's going to going to be in the seventies and sixties. Uh, fall weather is just going to be the ticket for the rest of this week. There might be something on Wednesday, might be something on Saturday, but if the GFS holds out, the twenty sixth and twenty eighth, we're going to have another pretty interesting weather situation come in with another powerful culprit behind it. My poor daughter had her very first. Uh Field trip the other day. Oh, yeah? You know, thanks to COVID. Oh, right. <laughs> it's yeah. great. It's just never been on a field trip. And they went to a Sycamore family farm, like a pumpkin patch. Oh, yeah. And it rained all day. They went Thursday. Oh. Or Wednesday. <laughs> they went Wednesday. And it was like, it was a light rain, so they still got to go. Because okay. had there been lightning and everything else, they wouldn't have got to go. But right. They still got to go. But she came home very muddy. Oh. Which was fine. They had fun. Because I was like... Did you still go? And she's like, Yeah. I'm like, Did it rain? She's like, Yeah. I'm like, Were you cold? And she's like, Eh. I'm like, <laughs> well, you sure got dirty. And did you have fun? Yeah. I'm like, Well, that's all that matters. Well, this this is the one that doesn't like to wear. What is it? That- right. She doesn't like a lot of outer clothing. So okay. She would prefer shorts and t-shirts, but she wore pants <laughs> that day and her hoodie. No, that's good. And she stayed nice and warm. And she made me wash her shoes that night because they were dirty. And Garen's the one that would wear a parka and and shorts, right? Garen. Yeah, he'll wear a hoodie and shorts every day. Those teenagers. I know. Well, what's the status on Corey? Is he getting picked up? He's being picked up. Awesome. Well, I'm sure you're going to be wanting to get home to him. So I think it's probably we better wrap this up. You got anything else to say? Anything to add? I think I'm out of information. We, we, we've drained your information. I, I mean, I don't know a lot about weather anyway. So <laughs> Hey, you did fine. We're well over an hour in this, so we did a good good thing. And maybe we'll see when Corey gets back. I mean, Corey's got to slow down. We're getting into like... He'll probably be here next week. Yeah. He's off on Monday. He just needed a break tomorrow. Sounds good to me. Good. Well, then he can update us on the drive. We didn't start earlier because I thought starting, you know, when we did, we would get done well before now. Well, we get to talking. So there you go. (laughs) Well, I think it's time to wrap this thing up. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your news feed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast.